Welcome to episode 37 of the Triple Takeover Toycast, where, like much of the fandom, we're currently going through a bit of post-convention come down. Or at least we would be if not for us recording this episode prior to actually attending this year's <laughs> TF Nation in the UK. But for the purpose of the pod, we're getting into the mood and chatting through the after-party experience. And yes, that means comparing halls and seeing whose is the biggest. With me as ever are two of the best lads to cheer you on during a dicey dealer room interaction. First up, we have a man known to delight lift-going quilters everywhere. It's Maz from Transformers Square One. <laughs> I still don't believe that happened. I have no recollection of this. Nice little callback. Nice little yeah. callback to last no episode. It happened. Definitely sure she happened. winked at you. They all no, winked she at winked you, at you. She winked at you and she winked at you. Secondly, we have a chap who may be found wandering around the bar area clutching a plastic bag full of Unicron toys and a bottle of something that looks like Coca-Cola but smells rather spicy. It's Liam from Toybox Soapbox. What, ho? Not even going to deny it. No. Dr. Pepper, not Coca-Cola. Oh, was it Dr. Pepper? I beg your pardon. Oh, it's all about the details, isn't it? Signature drink. <laughs> My name is Sixo, but more on that later, as together we are Triple Takeover and we've come to bargain. What's going on in Groovetown, lads? Got a bit of David Dickinson there, aren't you? Yeah, a little <laughs> bit, little bit. Thought so. Yeah, get I, the old. I love uh, how we're going to be simulating post-show blues in advance. <laughs> I kind of feel like it, like getting ready for this episode. I kind of had that feeling of like that that come down. Uh, it's but it's been so long, as we were saying earlier today. You know, I can't believe the fact that it's been three years essentially since the last one. Just a three-year come down. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're not going to be able to talk about the halls that we have from TFN 2022. But we can certainly talk about everything up to this point. And then maybe, you know, the old Six O's Butler minisode will be the TFN 2022 edition. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of the plan, wasn't it? So this episode is very much going to be, although it, it although it is being released after TF Nation this year, and, you know, after TFCon and whatever other conventions you may have been to, it's sort of the end of the, the convention season for, for a lot of the big ones anyway. Maybe there are some left, I'm not sure, depending on where you are. But, uh, but yeah, we're going to do this episode after TF Nation uh, for us. But then we are going to spin off another mini-sode to kind of talk about our personal hauls from 2022 as well. So this is like everything up to 22, basically. TF Nation was great, wasn't it, lads? Oh, it's amazing. So good. Can you believe what happened on the, the Saturday? Well, we did ask what could possibly go wrong. And yeah, I guess everyone knows now. We're not allowed yeah. to talk about it. I thought we weren't going to tell anyone. I thought it just stays between us. Yeah. I can't believe Few did that. <laughs> <laughs> what happens After, in Birmingham stays in Birmingham. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy Dan made quite the scene, didn't he? Oh, he always does. He's blameless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Well, yeah, and of course we will have done our panel by this point, won't we? If indeed this is the the post show era. Panel was great. Yeah, I hope so. So that's what we're saying. Attendance was awesome. I'd love that to be true. Yep. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Well, I mean, Friday is, is sold out. I mean, was sold out. Was sold out. You're really sticking with this bit. Aren't you? <laughs> it's, it's not going to work. <laughs> Did you see Liam's breakfast? Oh, my goodness. He's well, going to be such a... I reckon that's a solid safe bet, though. <laughs> if I just <laughs> talk about it. What did you have for breakfast today, though, lad? I think... Have you was... had it yet? Uh, no, I don't think I had anything. I think I didn't eat until I had, like, this uh, Uncle Ben's rice. Or not Uncle Ben anymore. What's it called? Um... Benz or something like that. Is that right? I think we had this conversation, didn't we? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it's not Uncle Ben's anymore. Just for Ben. Just for Ben. Someone from someone from formerly Uncle Ben's, the artist (laughs) formerly known as Uncle Ben, is going to be listening to that, and they're going to be like, "That's what we should have called it." Just for Ben. Did your hair grow back? (laughs) It's it's the right color again now. (laughs) But I had a lovely peri peri Uncle Ben's, or just for Ben's rice. Oh, oh, you're talking about peri peri. We we have a restaurant here in Reykjavik called Hanin and they are basically a Nando's ripoff mm. to the point where they actually serve Nando's sauce in the restaurant in the Nando's bottles they're just yeah. pretty shameless they've that's got pretty that cheeky. chicken yeah. <laughs> you have to say we go for chicken. cheeky <laughs> yeah they've got the freaking chicken logo on the window and they just shamelessly it's just a rip a clear rip Please tell Give me they've just gone, gone around with like a marker pen and just scribbled out, crossed out Nando's and written Hannibal's underneath. I think they, well, they might have just turned into Fernando's and just added a couple yeah. of letters in front instead. Nando's. <laughs> Nando's chicken. Nando's. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Nando's. Yeah, brilliant. It sounds quite nice. Why not? Yeah. Be up for that. I can't wait for the TFN Nando's. It might just be us, though. <laughs> it might be. That's fine. It'll just be like doing this pod, but with chicken. <laughs> so, except for poor me, the vegetarian. Well, yeah. We'll find they've that. got veggie stuff. Blooming. The vegetarian who doesn't like vegetables. But they ruined the menu. They used to have that this amazing veggie burger that everybody loved. It's like some sort of soya patty thing. And then they got rid of it because they decided that vegetarian food had to be healthy. So it's all like broccoli burgers. <laughs> This nonsense. Like, who wants that? Nobody. Even oh, like, I remember Twitter was like furious. It was, it was like, why? Like, when you yeah. say Twitter, do you mean your Twitter? <laughs> no, no. Like the Nando's burger used to be like the go-to, the, the one nice veggie burger you, you could Nando's get. Nando's Twitter. Yeah. Man. <laughs> it's just you me campaigning. You don't want to piss off vegetarian Twitter, do you? That's not going to be, <laughs> that's not good. It, 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 it went as far as the metro. That's the heights Oof. it reached of outrage, of public outrage. That's but when yeah. you know you're in trouble. Yeah. So now it's just all healthy stuff is there this group of vegetarians quite a large community of vegetarians in the country then who have no interest in being healthy (laughs) because i think it's great that you are a vegetarian but you've got no interest in lording it over anybody i I think it's the veggie in vegetarians unfairly labels as if we're supposed to be healthy we're just people who like food man brothers and sisters who just like tasty food pringles you mean yeah (laughs) pringles pot noodles and yeah Oh, the other day uh, for, for my dinner, I had a tub of Pringles and a twister. <laughs> no, that's not, not the same dinner. twister you woke up on the other day, right? That's just a no, mat there. <laughs> I keep buying a box of ten of them. It's got like a new flavour, like a raspberry one or something. Oh, pineapple. That's it. Oh yeah. How is the hangover now? Oh, it wasn't a hangover. It was. <laughs> Mate, you were sick in a hedge. Okay, that was from travel sick. I get travel sick. But we were then on this road. With... Is that what you call walking now? Oh well, well, it was the alcohol, but I was all right until we went over a load of speed bumps. And then I was right. not all right. It's when I got and then out. the hangover kicked in. Yeah, and then a projectile vomited into a hedge on the yes. way into a memorial service. Oh, man. But uh, nobody saw. I just was trying to work out what I'd been drinking because it tasted like lemonade, but like alcoholic. So I'm assuming it was like that WKD stuff. I don't ever drink that. No, I try and avoid that kind of stuff if possible. Yeah. I was more disappointed with the cold bag of Taco Bell that I found that I hadn't eaten, where I'd just bought all the Taco Bell food and then fallen asleep before I could eat it. Well, at least it was there for breakfast. Yep. Uh, I did try the chips, and cold chips are disgusting. You mean as opposed to cold Taco Bell? 
Well, the, the rest of it, yeah. The, it all just went in the bin. But I had to go out, didn't I? I got up and had to go straight out. By the time I came back, it was even more grim. So. Anyway. <laughs> TF Source. Eh? Terry, How about those yeah, Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we are sponsored by TF Source. They, if they're listening to this, they might be wondering what they've signed on for. But uh, they are still the sponsor, and we are very appreciative of it. So do check them out for all your Transformers and third-party needs. They are tfsource.com. We'll do a longer spot on them in the middle of the episode, as ever. So look out for that. Uh, but we've also got a Patreon, don't we, Maz? Yeah, and if for some reason you want to hear more of this... Why wouldn't you? After TF Nation, and now, after that intro, patreon.com forward slash triple takeover gives you access to a lot more than it used to now as well. So we have a brand new tier, don't we? We have Gold Box Classics, which is our fifth tier, even higher than Sixos Butlers, and of course, uh, Apologetic Ramp, Man in Pig, Inner Beast... Of course, Sixos Butlers is still there and Goldbox Classics. And all of our tiers um, have been rejigged a little bit so you get more fee money. And in some cases, you actually pay less than you would have before. So now is a brilliant time to check out our Patreon if you want exclusive content, commissioning episodes, checking out our new mini-series content, which Ooh. is uh, always themed. You know, it can be Sixo does IDW, Mazda's Unicorn Trilogy, uh, Liam does an actual vitamin, something like that. So it will be... <laughs> A variety of chewable. <laughs> the ones for kids, right? I was <laughs> just going to say, fruit pastels, that is what my son has, man. That is what my son has. I tell you what, the saddest <laughs> moment of my life was when they discontinued super teared multivitamins. Oh, <sighs> I've still not got, I'm not over it. Anyway, so patreon.com forward slash triple takeover. Support us, get more content, get your mates on board. We can do even more content. You can support us even more. We just keep going around until it's wall to wall triple takeover. Indeed. I'm super excited about the mini series. And oh, just kind of yeah. just to kind of clarify for folks, I mean, this is gonna be uh, a fortnightly thing, uh, alternate to the current mini sodes that we do. So that means that you're gonna get weekly triple takeover content on our Patreon if you sign up at the top tier, uh, which we're dead excited about. And these are gonna be more kind of serial in nature. So it's gonna be uh rather than just like one-off topics and then we're done, it's gonna be, you know, that we keep revisiting these topics. Uh, sort of every fortnight or so kind of coming back to the same thing and getting a bit of an update uh, so as we said you know like a particular area of collecting or like a comic read or something like that so well into it can't wait uh, and just to clarify because obviously I kind of heard it said and I thought maybe we need to clarify that the new third tier is called inner beast like a like i double n e r not like in a beast, not like a man in pig type thing. So it's not a kind of David Cameron situation. So just in case you're wondering what's going on with that one, that that's how it's spelled. It's inner beast. Yes. I'm glad you felt the need to explain that, considering we've been running with man in pig for a year now. And that is true. Point, did you feel the need to clarify it wasn't the David Cameron thing? <laughs> that was obvious. <laughs> yeah, but yeah well, I thought, you know, you've got to set the record straight eventually, don't you? So we do now have Man in Pig and Inner Beast. Mm-hmm. But uh, but still, I think they, they go nicely together, don't they? No crossover. No, none at all. None at all. So, yeah, I'm really excited to share some of the Goldbox Classics artwork yeah. as well, because that's looking pretty sexy. <laughs> I am now obligated to continue buying Unicorn Trilogy. Yeah, yeah, you are. Absolutely. You've got to have something to talk about. And if you want to support us even more than that, and look damn cool doing it, you can head over to our store where you can get a very cool-looking Poxy Rocket classic T-shirt. Or, if you like coffee, and everybody does, you can get an, auto- an Omnibot Sunroof Travel coffee mug. I don't drink coffee, but I'm just, everybody else seems to. Uh, and 
if you've got a laptop, oh man, why not make it look even prettier with an Omnibot Glovebox laptop sleeve? Got everything on there, t-shirts, all sorts of wonderful stuff. Maz, Maz, I think he's actually looked at the page. Yeah, now I'm fascinated. What do you drink out of a mug? Is it just Calpol? No, people always buy me mugs for Christmas, and I don't drink warm drinks, except for hot chocolate, like at Christmas, but even I don't make that. Rum. But yes, we have lots of fine goods there. You know, we've got all sorts of t-shirts, all sorts of clothing, represented in our various Patreon tiers, as mentioned before. Manning Pig, got his own t-shirt. Sixos Butler, he's there too. And you can find that all. Let me just consult the official Triple Takeover file 01 facts. The only one in existence. Yeah, well, you know, special edition. At rebelbull.com forward slash people forward slash triple takeover forward slash explore. Explore. I hope nobody does type in an extra explore. And there's always like, <laughs> get to your website. <laughs> Imagine we... if they do. <laughs> Mate, they oh, fell asleep okay. 10 minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. They've skipped. <laughs> they've skipped ahead to the actual content. They're not still listening to the intro. They're waiting for the cutlery. That's what they're waiting for. Yes. <laughs> well, we are here to talk conventions. And obviously the last episode that we did was also about conventions. But that was kind of about the general convention going experience wasn't it was today is let's be fair it's about halls more than anything isn't it Mm -hmm. and about not so much uh the the full thing but more like when you're coming home from the con and you've got your your suitcase full of toys or whatever it is you know some of our best experiences and uh i had great fun actually you know we were kind of talking about a bit about this earlier and uh, i dug out some of my my hall pictures from tfn's tf nation's gone by and just fascinating to see how it's kind of evolved. And I th- I, I really love this bit of it, actually, because I, I really feel like the kind of post-con haul for each individual year becomes very memorable. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, It has been fun to look back at, at what I bought or didn't buy. And definitely with your pictures, that um, evolution of what you buy was, was really obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah, because knowing that you attended only three TF Nations which is mad because the amount of time that's passed since the last TF Nation is longer than the period of time that you attended the show over those three events. Well, kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose that's true, yeah. Three TFNs I I made it for, and then obviously pandemic. So, um, yeah, I I thought it was more. For some reason, I thought it felt like more TFNs than that, maybe four. But, yeah, just three. Absolutely insane. So you've got three years' worth of haul to make up this time. Yeah, yeah, that's not. I mean, you you made up three years worth of haul this time. Oh, I see. (laughs) Right, right, right. Sure, sure. Yeah, I was going to say there's not going to be three years of worth of haul condensed into one epic haul this time. Can't believe you bought that lucky draw thing, man, in front of everybody. Imagine they don't really have stuff like that at TFN. To be fair, did they? Which one one of the lucky draw things that you bought are you referring to, Mass? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Here, we should really clarify. Really committing to this bit, aren't you? Honestly. But then they don't really have like lucky draw stuff, and that I know I don't think I don't know like every year. I think I said this last time, but every year I kind of go with a slight once list in mind. But I very rarely put super rare stuff on there because there's just there's no guarantee of you actually seeing it, is no, there? No, but if you do find something super rare and go home with it, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah, exactly. But I think with that stuff, like I think if I was to think, oh, okay, I'm going to go looking for, you know, a vintage mint in box metal hawk, the chances of that being there, there might be one. Do you know what I mean? That would be great. But the the chances of actually uh, banking on it, is, is, I'd say fairly minimal. 
Yeah, that exists in a different space as well when you're collecting, doesn't it? That's something you're really looking for and you will look in all the right places until you find the right one. Whereas TF Nation, you go in with a rough idea of stuff, but you generally see something that catches your eye or at conventions in general, isn't it? It's more along that line where you see something and you go, ah. Well, yeah. in the US, they regularly have shows where one or two dealers will turn up with a stack of unused Diaclone and... Japanese G1. So I think actually if you attend US shows or the ones yeah, in Canada which true. are related, you're more likely to find that supremely high-end stuff. And if you have a budget for it, I think you actually can make a list and like go up and say if I find that Metro Titan, I'm going to buy it. Or if I see that Victory Sabre gift set, I'm going home with it. Or a Blue Blue Streak. Because you're liable to see that at a TFCon or, or a US show. Yeah, I think it was not this TF Kong just gone. Maybe the one before, I forget. But uh, obviously, not paying too much attention. But I think they had um, at least one, maybe several sets of G two protector bots, for mm. example, all carded, sealed. You know, and uh, you know, it, it kind of blows my mind a little bit to see that at a con because yeah. in in my head, that's like a like a sort of private deal thing, you know, done online mm. or through people that you know or whatever. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think in America, it's much more likely to see those rarities. Yeah. And I remember at some of the botcons, there were deals like that that took place before the show and the exchange would happen at the show. For example, the uh, the Lucky Draw Gold MP1 that exchanged hands at BotCon oh, 2006. Yeah. Tempting Toys Collectibles brought it to the show and then they handed it over to a collector at the show. There's been stuff like the fake Diaclone Black Tracks as well. Like people thought that one of those was at the show. It ended up being a fake. Um, so a number of them. I remember um, a gold Diaclone Blue Streak campaign prize was sold privately at one of the botcons as well. So stuff like that tends to happen there. If the audience is there and the, you know the buyers are coming, stockers will bring that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. It's not to say that there isn't good stuff at TFN. Of, no, of course there is. Yeah. Absolutely there is. But just not in that necessarily same league. I mean, having said that, G2 protector bots and stuff, that's, you know, there is a, a one of my answers today is kind of in theme with that yeah, slightly. Yeah. Not quite in the same league. Very but, memorable. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, there is, there is good stuff there. But uh, yeah, so interesting. Well, I think what we're going to do is we, we've got some questions, haven't we, Mez? Yeah, we put out a tweet that we uh, shamelessly robbed from the Lego Twitter account, which was, <laughs> I think, five categories. And everyone has been quote t- tweeting us of, you know, what was your first Transformer? What was your last Transformer? Your best Transformer, most challenging Transformer, rarest Transformer, to the point where we're actually trending in three different topics on Twitter, which was quite fantastic. Oh, man. I couldn't believe that. when I, I just went on Twitter and saw rarest Transformer yeah. trend in, in the top, like, trending uh, Amazing, things you yeah. know and so i was you like, saying we did a triple takeover of the train <laughs> right <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. we had over half the number of quote tweets and retweets that lego did and lego have nine hundred and fifty thousand followers i think yeah. we can be proud of that one i was amazed by how it just took off immediately yeah, yeah. and i actually think um well, we thought it would make a good episode idea as well so we will kind of structure this episode and answer what we think are first show purchase was uh, prior to 2022 our last show purchase the last one we remember making at a the most recent show the rarest thing we got at a show and the best the best yeah i don't think we need to put the most challenging but we can stick to those four categories yeah, yeah indeed and then, and then maybe just at the end what we're 
hoping to come home with it. Right. Next show 22 purchase, as well. Exactly, yeah, yes. indeed. Next show purchase, which is for us, you know, coming up, obviously, and will have happened by the time this episode goes live so it'll be fun we can sort of see if it happens yeah that absolutely will be fun to compare yay for minisode listeners yay for minisodes right so let's so let's start with first show purchase and i guess you can i mean we covered it a little bit in the last episode but talking about the first show you attended uh for me that was a long time ago it was actually auto assembly 2012 was the first one i went to nice just for a day and uh if you don't know auto assembly is what is now tf nation isn't it Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, nipped in for one brief Saturday. Didn't do any panels. Walked around the dealer room quite a bit. Picked up about three toys, and that was about it. But uh, the first toy I bought was Titanium Megatron. Uh, what? I know. I don't even know. I don't even know. You know the sort of the Dreamwave styled one. Is that the GI Joe one? The kind of GI Joey crossover no, one. It's the they did it like a Dreamwave style one. Right. And uh, I think it was just on one of the first tables I looked at, and it was like three pounds. And I was like, "Oh, cool!" I'll give Does that it a turn go. into an H tank style figure thing? Well, turn into is quite strong. It just pretty yeah. much flies down. <laughs> it's it's the kind of purpley one, isn't it? Um, no, no, no. There's, purple and there's gray. Two. There's oh, two. There's two. Yeah, there's the GI Joe one, which basically just turns into a square as a tank. Ah, yeah, but yeah. There's yeah, one yeah. specifically War Within Dreamwave. I got style. yeah. The silver gladiatory sort of guy. Do you still have yeah. it? Uh, no, that's long gone, that is. It uh, could barely stand up. <laughs> it was awful. I'm just looking at a picture of it now. I mean, what attracted you to it? <laughs> <laughs> Not to sound rude. but I wasn't even drunk this time. I was with my little brother. So, um, I don't know. I think I just always wanted it. You know, like, I don't know if you remember, but at the time, Titanium here just appeared in Wilco's. And again, it's quite a long time ago when that stuff was kicking around. And it was a different era. Like, you didn't really get Dreamwave Transformers or stuff like that. So was that what it was? It was like the Dreamwave connection. Was that the kind of thing? Yeah, it was just a kind of novelty thing that, again, you didn't really see them over here. And this, mm. for me, was, would have been internet shopping for Transformers was going, but not in the same way as I do it now. So it was quite a novelty to see it. Whereas I'd seen some of them on shelves in Wilco's, but not that one. And so I had the Ultra Magnus, and I thought, oh, I'll get that guy. Even though I thought the Ultra Magnus was terrible too. <laughs> Which we were corrected on Twitter recently that that titanium Ultra Magnus was the first official, fully integrated transforming Ultra Magnus by Sid. And yeah, uh, yeah just point that out. I didn't right. realize it. I didn't realize I hadn't mentioned it because yeah, I had that toy and it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I've not, no, no, I've got no uh, in-hand experience of these toys. I've heard a lot about the GI Joe one, and that it's just awful. Yeah. Um, so, and this, I got to tell you, sorry, Liam, but this one. Doesn't look any better. Um, no need to apologise. I can tell you it was terrible. From <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, mate. I wouldn't want to be ca- casting aspersions on your your con going experience. I think, uh, Becca from Twitter. I think she has it now in, in a horde of Megatrons. Sorry, Becca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's oh, sorry know, as she is. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she I, likes it. I mean, uh, quite possible. How are the, the thighs? Chunky. <laughs> They don't, Every, actually, the thighs look pretty slim. They're like the slimmest his boots. Yeah, it's like the slimmest <laughs> part of the whole thing. It's tiny arms. He's got really tiny forearms. It's really funny. It and does. his future cannon doesn't peg into his arm. There's a slot for it, but it has to peg into a shield, which doesn't peg into his arm either. And he has to hold it in his hand. It's very surreal. It's a really great awesome. success. <laughs> Wonderful. Like the minimum <laughs> entry requirement for a Megatron. And it <laughs> can't even do that. Brilliant. And can you see why I didn't go back <laughs> for for like ten, eight years or something? Wow. 
that alternate mode is something, isn't it? I don't, I, I don't really Again, know what to say about it. Fell over, didn't he? It, 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 when I say he lies down, I mean I'm not even overstating it there or understating it. He lies down and you compress the legs. That's about it, and you chuck that shield over his head. <laughs> It's face down Liam in a Bush Megatron, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Maybe that's what appealed to me. I could see many myself in him. <laughs> Spirit animal, brilliant. But, but yeah, I think it was you know one of the first tables that I came to, and I was like, oh, three quid, go on then. And then, yeah. all right, for three quid, I'm not yeah, yeah I'm not going to knock it too hard for three quid. No, it's it's resulted in a really good podcast story. So you got your money's worth. Everyone yeah. did. Just as a quick uh, follow on to it, as I'm saying, these toys are terrible and don't buy them, and I should know better. On my list for this TFN is the Titanium War Within Optimus Prime. You know the one, that, the Dreamwave style one. <laughs> what are you on about, man? There's a there's a third party version of that I that's supposed it. to be. Oh, you have the, you have the <laughs> yeah. third party one. Yeah, but I, I quite like the idea of a little tiny one that turns into uh, a car. Fair, you know. enough. fair enough. I was going to say the three P one's supposed to be quite good, from what yeah. I understand. So, uh, hey ho, you're a sucker for punishment, man. Slash person who doesn't learn lessons. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. What about you, Sixo? What was your first con and your first con purchase? Well, um, my first con, which I think I did mention last time, was BotCon Europe 99. Um, church con. Church con. Yes, indeed. Church con. As I say, Simon Furman sat at the holy altar. Mm-hmm. Uh, very weird experience. I, the only, do you know what? I don't remember that much about it. And I was really racking my brains to think if I walked home with anything. I'm pretty sure because I went with two mates. Uh, I remember we stayed, what I do remember is we stayed in a very tiny little hotel room, all three of us. And then in the morning, one of my two mates came out of the bathroom, having had a shower, came out holding the shower because it, it was such a, obviously we had no money because we were like 16, 17 or something. And uh, I, I just remember that, uh, yeah, it was a dodgy old place. And uh, the shower fell off the wall mid shower, as I recall. Uh, one of those like electric shower jobbers. But uh, so that was fun. But, yeah, so I did don't you go remember. home with a humongous repair bill? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Very good. But no, I don't actually remember that much about the con itself. I remember seeing Fort Max or at least one or two in the dealer room and seeing various things. I don't remember buying anything. Pretty sure one of my mates bought some Beast Wars Neo toys. I think maybe even a long rack. I remember he had a long rack at one stage. Similarly, actually, uh, I think it was probably a little bit earlier than that. Though. I don't know if this counts. I do remember going to the NEC Toy Fair in Birmingham. It's not a con, but mm. it's it's a toy fair. So it's just literally like a huge dealer room. And not Would just that been memorabilia? Yeah, memorabilia, but all kinds. I mean, there's a lot of like muddle train stuff there, all kinds of toys, basically. But this would, would have been... I think it was, I mean, this was pre-99, definitely, because I went with my uncle and um, he unfortunately passed away a few years after that. But um, but yeah, he, he was big into model train collecting and took me. And I remember having a great day. And it was the first time I remember I ever saw a G1 Megatron in hand. I was probably mm-hmm. about 15, I guess, maybe. I'm not really sure. But uh, yeah, I saw a G1 Megatron um i remember i bought a g1 sound wave oh yeah in box. never had a sound wave before yeah 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 and i've still got it actually that sound wave today does your mate still have the long rack oh, i don't know i haven't been in touch in a good few years unfortunately sort of lost touch um it was so long ago but um but yeah possibly uh but funny enough i have a long rack now and whenever i see it i do think of him 
Um, but yeah, no, G1 Soundwave was was the one. As for TFN, more recent kind of hauls and stuff, I'm pretty sure that the first one was uh, G1 eHobby Ghost Starscream. I remember I bought it from Paul Hitchens, and I remember he had it in his his cabinet that he always has to the side of his mm-hmm. uh, of his dealer room table at TFN. I remember being quite excited because it was like a well, let me go and open the cabinet type purchase, and uh, yeah, I was I was pretty into it. So, uh, and I, I do still have that now. I think the the first show I attended as a fan was in Beckenham Junction. It was Transforce, and I think it must have been two thousand and one. And it was an occasion which, like, I saw loads of Transformers I'd never seen before. I saw a great shot on Paul's table for the first time, and I, and I coveted it, coveted it from even back then. I was going to say. The attraction were, begins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was the Raiden gift sets. There was uh, Darkwing gift sets. I remember Raz bought a Darkwing gift set at that show. There was a lot of UK uh, dealers which aren't around anymore now. There were a bunch of Mexican Transformers, Mexican G1 Skywarp. I remember seeing that Mexican Skywarp, and the guy wanted 90 quid for it boxed. And at the time, you know, the other dealers were like, what a donut. Today, bargain. Well, yeah. Uh, so so much of that, though, is true, isn't yeah. it? I mean, so much of this stuff. I remember we saw some pics of, I think it was a BotCon, didn't we? Um, one of our mates shared some pics yeah. of an old BotCon. And the prices, yeah. I mean, you're talking like 20 years ago now, but the prices were insane. I was yeah, well, like... Well, Paul was selling that unused great shot for £250. I mean, you won't yeah. get a loose one for that today. Yeah. But back in 2001, that was considered the price. The only thing I bought at that show, the one thing, was a PVC clear Starscream. So that was Act 1, I think. That's the only thing I bought at that show was the Takara SCF Act 1 Starscream in clear. Didn't mm. feel confident spending more money there because I was doing so much buying on eBay at the time. I, just, I wasn't quite into the con rhythm at that point. So the the buying there didn't seem wise compared to what I could get on eBay, but I wasn't the person who went up to tables and said, oh, that's cheaper on eBay. I wouldn't do that. But <laughs> yeah. um, I did. I just remember seeing a VSZ gift set for the first time in person. The dude had brought it along. There was just some amazing things at that show, considering it was just a UK show. But yeah, SCF Starscream was my first con it's like purchase. On a, on a little uh, sort of cylindrical uh, disc, isn't it? Kind of like a little stand. That's right, yeah. It's got a little stand and it comes in pieces and you assemble it. It's just pegs together. Oh, and right, they had cool. the colour versions too. And, and after about three acts, I think they stopped doing clear versions and they started doing pewter versions instead. I had that version of the Starscream, the, the grey one, sort of silver. Would have been gray. Thundercracker, I think, the pewter uh, one. Right. So act four had a Thundercracker in it. Uh, remember, this was like the only cartoon accurate G1 yeah. product around at the time. The yeah. first thing ever to be badged at Generation 1. Had that wicked Generation shit. 1 logo as well. I don't yeah. think we've ever seen again, have we? Like That's it's right. the yeah. Generation 1 the little green O. Exactly. Oh, yes, yeah. precisely. I think it is so easy. Oh, we say this all the time, don't we? But it's so easy to look at this. It's just like a running theme of this podcast. It's so easy to look at that stuff now and be like, yeah, do you know what I mean? But actually, yeah, at the time, Great. Wow, look at that. A cartoon accurate Starscream. Like it's a tiny little thing, but would have been quite exciting, I'm sure. Yeah. And a ghost one as well. Right. Nothing at all had had those proportions of the screen Starscream at all. Yeah. Right. And so that was a real first. Yeah. Um, kind of making me feel like I should go and find one. No, well, I'm not doing that come... again. I'm not doing <laughs> that. No. Got you enough enable, problems you enabling yourself? caused from this podcast already. Do you remember that Metroplex Builder figure? Yes, that, that was Act that... 4 as well. Yeah. Or maybe Act 3, yeah. I had that. That was great. I just bought it 
fully assembled. But that, and then they had a Fort Max as well afterwards. Yeah. For the same reason, that they look cartoony. It was the first yes. time I ever seen that. It was just fascinating. And I remember the exosuit that pops up somewhere in there and being like, mm. really wanted that because we'd never seen that before either. Yeah. Nobody cared they didn't transform. Not a soul. No. They were just great to have and display and people went mad for them. Mm. Do you want to know something really funny? Is just today, genuinely today, um, I got the in the Super 7 Ultimates Ghost Star Scream literally today. Uh, that has just arrived. I'd only just had a look through it through the through the box or whatever, but it looks pretty cool. Um, so yeah, funny coincidence. There you go. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see like how far that kind of thing has come along. I saw your bombshell, which was amazing. Yeah, really, yeah it's amazing. really nice. So I'm really, really nice. keen to see your Star Scream. What you think of it? I was very tempted by the Banzai Tron, but then I yeah. saw the other day. Did you see the Flame Toys one? No. Well, like a, a G1 Banzai Tron. Yep. And wow. the Bludgeon. Oh my god. Okay, so that was our first con purchase. But uh, what was your most recent con purchase? The last one, the last one I TFN got. TFN 2019, I'm guessing for for all of us. Yeah, the last day just before I left, and I got it. Just I was just talking to you. Uh, I got it from Ken, uh, lovely friend Ken. Oh, oh Ken, legend. So I got the reissue Ultra Magnus, you know, from a very long time ago because it was boxed and sealed. And it was twenty quid. It was the Hasbro version, which is the Hasbro. Uh, Asia version, which just made out different paperwork. Proper G1 Ultra Magnus reissue, a commemorative box. Uh, yeah, but with the ridiculous long missiles and tiny smokes. Oh, yeah, it's got the, the the massive missiles. Yeah, but for 20 quid, that's a steal. Yeah, we were talking, uh, because he gave it to me, and then I was saying it to you, and you said that exact same thing in person. That's 20 quid, that's a steal. It is but, a steal. Um, it's what you call it. I, yeah, that was one of the first uh, reissues I ever bought, because I bought it when it came out as well. And then got rid of it a long time ago. And so when Ken had it to offer, I was like, yeah, but yeah, picked it up on my way. Just so I was getting ready to go home. He popped around. He's like, oh, I've still got it. I was like, oh, excellent. So That is the thing that happens, isn't it? It's not just people buying from dealers. People buy from each other as well. At mm. the show. Yeah. Or, or give to each other as yeah. well. I remember TJ getting gifted uh, Blitzwing, G1 Blitzwing. I can't remember who gave it to her. I think it came from Jason's bag of... Mystery uh, I think it That's did, right. didn't it? Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to think where it came from. I remember seeing her transforming it and, and all of that, but I was trying to think where it came from. Didn't some bugger nick it off her work desk? Broke it, I think. Broke it, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you got a replacement, TJ. Uh, she did. I think it was was maybe Kit? I can't remember, but someone volunteered. Brilliant. Yeah, no, okay. But it is a little thing that happens. Yeah, people do buy off each other as well. Mm. A lot of people as well, don't they? Kind of... Um, arrange to pick stuff up at TFN. So there's a lot of that going yes, on as well. Absolutely. That, that was a lifesaver for me selling from all the way over here in the Arctic. I was able to bring... Oh man, how many suitcases have I filled with Titan-class Transformers to bring back and hand over at TF Nation? It's just mad. Trypticon, Fort Max, and then Make Toys Utopia as well. I think Pandinus was another one. But yeah, just... They're not charge you for a seat for those. <laughs> they could have taken one up actually yeah. quite easily. Sir, that is a child, not a toy. <laughs> So I think my last purchase, I mean, it was probably the Retgar that we talked about last time because that was on the Sunday. Yeah, that was probably the last one. And I've already kind of done that story, really, but that's definitely mm. the definitely the kind of last one that sticks out. Other than that, probably the Squawk Talk and Beast Box, I think. Was that from the uh, same seller? No, no, different seller, different seller. Um, my last haul, actually, just looking at a picture of it, was quite small. Uh, I got one big item, which I'll talk about obviously in a minute. Uh, the Retgar, Beast Box and Squawk Talk, a Hot House, 
Um, and then just literally a beachcomber, G1 beachcomber and G1 sea uh, spray. And that's mm. it. It's not like a massive hole or anything like that, but it's quite, you know, neat and perfectly formed hole. Yeah, I think it's important to not overdo it because then it's quite easy to become overwhelmed. And also, yeah. I don't know, in my case, I just can't fit it in the luggage. Yeah. So it's, but I hope to go home with more than a, an SCF figure this time. <laughs> yeah, the other for year sure. where I just went home with a cliff jumper. One other thing, I can't remember what. But but we all buy a lot of stuff anyway, don't we? So stuff like this, like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this has got all those uh, <laughs> McDonald's Transformers over there, Mister. That was years ago, Liam. Things have changed. Not years ago. <laughs> I had a child. Yeah, look at I like really sat there in front of all of Transformers. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> yeah, all of Generation One behind you. There, I see that PP Magnus right behind you. It's just the way the lights reflecting, mate. <laughs> It's a foil, but um, <laughs> but we buy so much stuff anyway. So that I don't think there's that rushes there to come away with loads of stuff at these sort of things. It is just select little bits and bobs. It'll be the odd thing you're looking for, whilst other things you find rather than going in. Going, to, you don't really get to go mad. You don't really feel that need to. Like I must have this. I must have that. No, and when you look back, the ones that really stand out to you are probably not the the standard purchase that, you know, it's just, oh, I'll just buy that. I'll buy that. It, it are, they are the ones which have a story attached to them or mm. you feel like it was a good find, something that you could have easily missed. My last purchase was, I've actually struggled to remember what the very last thing was I bought at TFN 2019, but I think it was a sandstorm because I think I'd been looking, I bought uh, two sandstorms yeah. actually. One was a, an 86 one with stickers and then I got a classics one without stickers but the classics is the one I kept because the legs stayed up in the end. But yeah, yeah, yeah I bought yeah. a couple of sandstorms, both from the same guy. Oh. I think it was the last thing I picked up on my last round was just, yeah, I'll, I'll take that sandstorm. Uh, I remember that time. now, you you having multiple sandstorms at the one yeah. con. And, yes. and it's like classic Maz collecting move. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I shall buy multiple versions of the same toy. Like a very unusual one. con behavior for me. It was... Um, I was kind of surprised. I kept finding things at TFN 2019 that kept like, oh, Blue Eyed Cyclonus, 20 pounds. Okay. Mexican Skywalk, sure. I'll take that as well. I was, was, I was like, going to come back to that. When you mentioned Mexican Skywalk earlier, I, I remember when you found it because I was with you at that TFN. I was, gonna, I was wondering if that was your last one. And I remember like you had, you kept going, it's Mexican Skywalk. Oh, <laughs> mate, I couldn't believe my luck. It was there on a toy food table. No one had spotted the yeah. purple nose cone or the black plastic wheels. like, I need that figure and that is a great price. I shall have that. It's, mm. it, it's rare to find stuff at the con now with so many knowledgeable collectors. Mm. Raz was telling me one time he went to an auto assembly and he found a Mexican blue puffer in, in someone's box. Like nowadays you simply wouldn't get around to that if you weren't first in the door. There are too yeah. many. The dealers will just walk around and be like, oh, that's what that is. I'll take that. It's so rare. Well, not to mention stuff like Puffer is probably a good example where because there's a Generations toy now and things like that mm. as well, I think awareness of these things has been even more pumped up, hasn't it? For and, sure. For you sure. know, people, people are sharing pictures of the original toy more online as a result of that new figure. Even if, if it, even if it's just as simple as saying, this is what the original looks like, that's what the homage is or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it does all serve to raise awareness and people are more aware of just what it looks like. So when you see people the original... People know what they're looking at, don't they? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Whereas it it might be the kind of thing that you could just miss on a on a like the toy food table or whatever where all the robots are laid out. But if you've got a vague notion of what it looks like and you've heard a story of like, this is a rare thing, you, you're probably going to clock it much easier than you would have done. 
Yeah, so I'd just like to tell everyone that if you do see a huffer in blue and white, it's totally a bootleg and you should leave it. <laughs> Don't buy that crap. Didn't you see one in a job lot on eBay not so long ago? Yeah, 50 euros. Fantastic. That's amazing. <laughs> That's the one I have in my collection now. It was That's a amazing. Version. I remember yeah. you sending me the link and you were like, what do you spot in this picture? I can't remember if I spotted so it or not. I don't even so think happy. I did. Yeah. I love that it's still possible that with all the knowledgeable collectors with the way bigger budgets than me now, it is still possible that with a bit of resource, resourcefulness, I can still find something like that and still have it in my collection after selling it more than once in the past for big money. Like, okay, this time it's it's a keeper. I really hope so. Yeah. Sometimes it's just luck at the drawer, in it? And just right place, right time. Mm-hmm. See something, spot it when no one else does, go for it. And uh, at a show, that's a very memorable experience. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so that was last show purchase. Mm. I think the next topic, I don't know, do you want to do best or rarest, or are they the same? Mm, Definitely not the same. I think we should do rarest. Okay, rarest. Go on then, what's yours, Maz? Uh, I mean, this this is ridiculous. This was pre-planned before the show. And the the seller brought it to the show, and I bought it. It was two things actually. This is really ridiculous. I'm wondering was, if you should go first actually, because we're not going to. <laughs> All right, no, no okay, I'll go last. Go, 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 no, go on. You, you started. Pink and green generation two Mirage mock-up. Oh man, desert camo G2 Ramjet mock-up. That obviously is that where you got them from? Today, it sounds like yeah, yeah, I got it at Botcon 2007. Wow. And on top of that, I think I also got a bunch of un yeah you know they were hand painted resin ramjet and dirge wings oh, man. glued together totally oversized for the for compared to what the production was but those are yeah but that was pre-planned i think the rarest thing i bought at a show which i didn't expect to buy i got there and i was like oh my god i have to have that was the one i mentioned last time was the orange canopied production sample ramjet that was sold by the hartmans at botcon yeah. 2006 that thing was in the property of a guy called Bob, who was an ex-Hasbro director or um, just like a, an area head. And he had almost like a museum of stuff, production sample stuff. He had loads of rare stuff that just got sold on eBay. Like um, a Transformers colored Blitzwing, but Diaclone mold with Diaclone stickers in the Diaclone box, TF colors. He sold one of those on eBay. And he had this Ramjet and he sold it to the Hartmans and then I got it from them at that show. So that was... Um, a really nice thing. And I also got like a Wonderfest black vinyl tech convoy at Botcon 2007. So it's definitely the Botcons where mm. the really super rare stuff was that I would go home with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's going to be hard to compete with uh, Pink and Green Mirage, I think, man. That's um, yeah. Yeah. that's a showstopper. And your picks of those have become sort of the, the go-to in a way, haven't they? That's like, I think a lot of people refer back to your specific pictures of those i don't i don't um i think even on tf wiki they reference you don't they it might be that i contributed those pictures but the sandstorm the g2 ramjet i have since sold and uh i fully expect the new owner to do a gallery of it at some point you know he's just gotten round to to doing that kind of stuff these days and i think he'll do one. Oh, i also got that yellow and blue g2 sideswipe at the show the one that kind of fades from yellow yeah, to turquoise yeah. in the back the that's the that's one amazing. I wish they'd made, man. I love that deco. Old sunset beautiful. sideswipe. Yeah, that, that's beautiful. 
I think it's kind of cool that the artwork for that stuff exists as well. Yeah. So because of course the the toys themselves, it would be quite difficult to really get a full and complete picture of what they were intended to look like. But I think with the the fact that you've got the artwork, particularly with the Mirage and with mm. the well, I suppose with all of them, I was going to say with, with the Sideswipe as well. I think it kind of you can definitely look at those prototypes and think wow that's that's really something like with a you know you can it doesn't have the alligator markings and that sort of stuff yeah. does it but you can actually think it was it. going to be skull cruncher and not mirage like they might have named it skull cruncher it's skull cruncher colors and it's got like alligator kind of markings on the arms why not i guess anything's possible although to be fair they they did keep a lot of names in g2 mm-hmm. and the and the color schemes were just whatevs do you know what i mean it was right. it, so i don't know dreadnought mirage that's what they called him something like that <laughs> right but uh Again, do you not think Haslab, this is what they should be doing? Imagine that, a box set of those unreleased toys like that. You mean with G1 molds or G2 molds in some case? The the, the G2 style toys finally released those toys because for a Haslab toy, you go into a very small market anyway and it's enough of the sort of people who would go in for that. I don't know. I mean, how well did the WFC mold of sandstorm cell yeah but i think if you're doing the vintage toys but but through haslab i think it's different through selling generations toys i think you'd have to do it as a crowdfund thing wouldn't you yeah just to see if the actual interest is there i don't know i i personally i'd love it like if they did i think i did an article on this not so long ago actually and i think i did throw in stuff like the uh like g2 tiger grimlock and things like that and said Mm. you know if they made that because i kind of felt like that with the character appeal as well that might have a good chance of being you know, sort of picked up by people. But even then, it's quite niche. It, I, I must admit my feelings were a little bit mixed and like, actually, no, I love that those items are one-off and I love mm. that they are so special that whoever owns them has a very unique slice of history because I'd owned them and I have feelings attached to them. But now Which that you Tiger Stripe Grimlock, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah, well, that's I the love thing. that. <laughs> as far as we know, Tiger <laughs> yeah. Stripe Grimlock does not exist. Like there is no, as far as we know, prototype or whatever mm. i mean maybe there is one and it's man just, how could it, it have got to artwork stage without a mock-up existing i'm there must be something. sure it's somewhere someone had it at some point maybe it's destroyed or thrown away but it did maybe exist it's gone. at some point maybe it's gone yeah but to be fair i can understand why people would be uh hesitant about the idea or, or specifically not want some of that stuff to to go into you know some kind of production even if it was changed or altered or whatever i get that you know because it kind of changes the perception of the originals but as someone that's never owned that stuff, yes, yeah. of course I would love to see it happen. Do you know what I mean? And mm. yeah, something like Tiger Stripe Grimlock, I think would be would be exceptional. Go on then, lads. Rarest purchase from a con. Uh, mine's quite easy. Titanium Megatron. <laughs> 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 is that uh, rest is all in bins? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I've never really bought anything rare, do I? I don't. I'm not really in that sort of market. I don't really buy kind of stuff like that. So it's generally out of my price range and stuff like that. But no. Rare. Like, Rare to just to sort of set the record straight, not just with sorry, I don't mean with you, Liam, but just generally because I see this a lot. Rare doesn't have to mean expenses. Oh no, no, but I mean course. that kind of like the variant stuff, like Matt was saying there, like with the no, sure. stuff, like, I wouldn't pick up on that unless someone was there to tell me what it was, and I go, oh, it is that. So my when I when I'm going around these tables, I'm looking for certain things and you yeah. know stuff that stands out. So have I ever bought anything rare? Uh, I think like, the rare thing I bought was that MicroMaster 10 pack, you know, the <laughs> the Siege one that sold out mm. instantly and nobody can buy anymore. But yeah. nothing nothing like on the same scale as you guys. 
There's still, still an element of, of rarity to it, isn't there? Yeah. So that's the thing. I just have a bit of a thing about it because I see it all the time. Like the one I always talk about is Deathsaurus, G- G1 yeah. Deathsaurus, which I personally don't think of as a particularly rare toy. Like, because you can go on eBay at any point and buy one. Um, mm. Like, I, I wouldn't, I would guess I'd need to check, but I would lay money on there being at least one on eBay right now. Yeah. Um, you don't have to go but, far to find one for sale. No. Exactly. So it's not rare, it's just expensive. And yeah. But I think it's it's the two kind of get conflated a bit sometimes, that's all. Whereas there are equally rare things that are not expensive whatsoever, but because they just exist in small numbers or they just don't pop up or whatever, you could consider them rare. You know, actually, talking about recent toys being rare, Raz had a table at TF Nation, I think it was 2017 or 18, and I helped him at the table towards the end of the day because I wanted to sell my alternators artwork. Mm. So actually Inbound Lee is one of our Six O's butlers and he bought them from me. So if he was answering this question, I hope that would have been in his, his answer. He'd go home with the, actually, maybe that's what I should have said. One of a kind box artwork that I bought from BotCon from like Guido Gidi. <laughs> and anyway, I, di- I digress. This is just your section. This, yeah, is, this is just you. Mazcaster. Yeah, no. It does sound bad. But anyway, Raz was selling um, MicroMaster combiners, you know, the six combiners. He had a six train and a six liner, and they were just sitting in the box on his display for sale, and nobody was buying them. These were like £25, and and nobody was buying them. And I just uh, said to him, take them out of the box, combine them, and put them on display, and they sold. Now, someone who bought that for 25 quid would legitimately be able to say like one of the rarest things they bought at that show would have been like a six train or maybe a six wing reissue. Because they're actually kind of tricky to get now. Well, yeah, because of the whole blind box thing and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever else. Yeah, I would say that there's an element of rarity with those. And people who bought them aren't going to sell them anytime soon. So they're actually quite hard to find available for sale outside of certain retailers for a decent, affordable price. Yeah. I've never seen any of the Chase variants or anything pop up at TFN, for example. Not yet, no. They were at Transforce 2002, though. Were they? I remember Paul Hitchens had um, loads of them. And I remember going up to him and like a prat saying, oh, they're a lot smaller than I thought. And he just looked at me and said, they're Micro Masters. <laughs> in the way only he can. Hmm. Was, it, was this before or after the uh, countdown incident? Well before. Yeah, I took my revenge on his Micro Master stock, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. That was a poxy rocket that never came back. And his neighbor's car. <laughs> yeah. Shh. We only discussed that behind the paywall. I'm not putting that out publicly. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear that story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You should go check out our Patreon. Yeah. That's a yeah, MicroMaster bases and stations. Yeah. Well, I think my rarest purchase, and it is one that I mentioned last time, but it's got to be uh, G2 Breakdown. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, at, at a con. Just because, I mean, I don't even know how many of them were, were made, actually. I think it is um, recorded how many there were, but it's in the hundreds. It is and, in the hundreds, uh, yes. Uh, it was three or four hundred or something? I can't remember. Yeah, wasn't it a case that the Hartmans were asked, which one do you want? And Hasbro did a run for them for the so. BotCon that they were doing. I believe but, so. I mean, you recreated that show experience of BotCon 94 or whatever it was. You <laughs> yeah. went home from a con with the GT breakdown. Amazing. It's quite something, isn't it? So, yeah, and I don't know. There's something quite nice about the fact that Graham owned it and yes. you know donated it as well very generously and uh it, it was a bit of a mad moment i remember as i say circling the dealer room at least once maybe twice kind of seeing it it was up quite high on the, the toy food table and just kind of clocked it and was like am i gonna do this am i really gonna do this yeah i think i'm gonna do this and i just kind of got myself psyched up for it so and i was just so so happy for it and i i remember that's the other nice thing about 
like really exceptional purchases at cons as well is the is the slight social aspect of it as well you know because obviously then people are like so what have you got so far and you sort of say well i got you know a, a g1 c spray and and g1 beachcomber and 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 this and kind of open the bag and just people are like oh my god you know and it's, it's that. so bought a bootleg <laughs> <laughs> yeah is it a knockoff uh but no that whole side of it is really fun as well so but yeah that's definitely the rarest for me not quite up there with pink mirage but it's not too far away it is after all an unreleased g2 toy it's not that far off well it was released at a convention in 1994 yes it it was manufactured yes yeah Yeah, very tiny amount yeah but it's not it's not up there with the rest of the stunticons or indeed the protector bots but uh which i can't see ever happening uh, I mean, I think there was a set of the protector bots came up on eBay not so long ago, and it was up, it was up for like thirty five thousand dollars or something. Snip. Yeah, I mean, who, I, I that's not going to happen. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So, not unless someone's feeling very generous. But yeah, so this is my one stunticon. I mean, have you asked Graham? Yeah, <laughs> I could do. See if he donate them to Toyfu again. The Transformers will return after these messages. So it's that time of the pod when we're going to talk about our sponsor, and it is, as ever, tfsource.com. So do check them out for all your Transformers and third-party needs. And we're going to do what we always do, which is take a look at their site, tfsource.com, and just pick out one item. We've just been told by Maz it has to be one. Uh, (laughs) Oh, lay the blame squarely at my door. (laughs) Keeping us the time. Then, uh, yeah, just pick one item, maybe two. We'll see. Uh, from their pre-orders and all of that kind of stuff. So what's caught your eyes anyway, lads? Uh, for me, it is back to the Diaclone reboot, and it is the TM-08 Treadvasalter Chariot Unit Cosmo Marines version, which someone on the TFW Diaclone thread beautifully described as word salad. So I was, just... <laughs> was going to say, hang on a minute, back up. It's it's what? It's, uh, it's from the new Diaclone tactical mover line. So they don't get a designation like DA-92 or DA-91. They just, uh, and they're called hard Diaclone. It's just purely much more military troop-based toys. And this is like a, it's halfway between the normal powered suits and the Triverse figures, which are, you know, I guess Voyager class style figures these days. And this is halfway between, and it's a really cool military bot. It's called a Tread of Assaulter. And it's called the Chariot Unit because its feet are basically a folded over tank tread. And it just looks mad. It's got rocking great guns on the shoulders. And it's in the green Cosmo colors, which I've always loved for this line. So they're, they've done three versions of this thing now. And totally predictably, all of the figures in the tactical mover line have all had a Cosmo repaint. We're just waiting for the last one to be confirmed, I think. Or maybe this is the last one. Anyway, it's up there for $80. And... um I didn't have any interest in the tactical mover stuff, like in the slightest. It just thought, I'll stick to Battle Buffalo, Dire Battles, Big Powered, VMAX, that kind of stuff. But then they came out in the last week. The first round of these things came out and people started posting photos and getting them in hand. And they look amazing. They are posable to the nth degree and they look fantastic. And I, I totally need a piece of that. Cool, man. Sounds good. What about you, Liam? I've got my eye on this. There's this SND08, The One, which I believe is named after either a Jet Li movie or a Backstreet Boys song. Oh, so, yeah. I saw this earlier. <laughs> I was wondering what it was about. It's a, an RDW-style Optimus. Like, the last design they gave him 
and I really love this update, what they've done. And I had an upgrade kit by, do you remember like Be- Beelzy Boss or something like that? It's on the combiner was Optimus Prime and it looked amazing. And it's one of the nicest looking Optimus Primes I've ever had. But it just, uh, it didn't transform well or stay together well. But this, uh, like, I reckon that prototype, once it's finished up, will hopefully, you know, look really nice. But I love that design on Optimus Prime. I just think it's a really nice. Yeah, it looks great. Thing. His chest looks a bit like an angry bird, though, you know, with the mirrors and the, the grill. Oh, it looks God. like a, a beak, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. Oh, my God. How am I going to unsee that now? <laughs> Never. But, I, I, yeah, I just, um, you know, when they you know when they redesign Optimus sometimes and it still looks traditional but modern, and I, I really like this one. What sort of scale is it? Is this here? Oh, yeah, seven inches. Generations as well. So hmm. it's nice to see something outside of masterpiece scale like that as well. Mm. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's kind of why Striker Manus was so attractive too, wasn't it? Yeah, and a lot of those oh. AMC bots, weren't they? Like um, mm. Colossus and stuff like that. So you're going to wait and see if he is the one. Yeah, I'm going to get myself excited by playing that Backstreet Boys song over and over again. That's uh, like just a normal evening for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Me in the hot tub, listening to the Backstreet Boys. I can well believe it, mate, honestly. You know, actually, before... Join I... a slush puppy. So <laughs> the last... Before I went to TFN to meet you guys for the, f- the first time, the last time I'd been to the, that place was to see Backstreet Boys and New Kids on the Block when they were a super group. What? Yeah, oh N-K-O-T-B-S-B, baby. <laughs> That's like the Expendables the concert, isn't it? Yeah, there was just there was too much machismo there. I couldn't take it. I almost fainted. Wow. I was thank heaven for Kevin. <laughs> God, you just keep peeling back the layers like an onion, don't you? It's just incredible. <laughs> well, how would he know? He's never had an onion. That's true, yeah. Hey, no, I love onions. Fried onions. Oof. Fried onions. There you go. There we go. Well, I think for me, the one that's got me really excited, actually, is that, uh, I think I mentioned it last time, that Sovereign, Fern's Toy Sovereign in Toy Colors. Looks so good. Looks so good. Can't wait. Uh, I've actually got it on the way. Cannot wait for that. But the thing that has caught my eye this time, not going to get it, I don't think, but has definitely caught my eye, is the Devil Saviour Devastator in green. Have you seen this? Yeah, I was. I almost said it because it popped up at the top of the screen. I was like, what is that? Yeah, so I randomly came across this the other day on TF Source's site and was like, whoa, hang on a minute, because it said, you know, new Devil Saviour figures or whatever. Clicked on it, and they've obviously put out... I think it's seven of the toys, uh, yeah. the Constructicons in green and purple, so G1 colors, um, and it's just insane. Like they look mad, absolutely mad, mad. Yeah, it's please get that troublemaker. I, I, need, I love that. Yeah, I need to see six O <laughs> pictures of this. I, yeah. I can't honestly. It's just too much. The the original toys as they are, I'm still working my way through them, and they are nice. Like there's a few QC wobbles. Don't get me wrong. They're they're mixmaster woof it's got it's got problems i don't think i can is that the one that says mask on the truck yeah that's the one right yes i don't think i can do it again honestly like i do really like them and they've got this kind of beautiful weathered finish but the there's some huge qc errors they've got better as the set goes on uh, it's sort of started in a, a rocky place um i can't wait to assemble the full combined mode like really into it but this just looks bonkers. The thing that really makes me laugh is the Mixmaster in truck mode has obviously got its its cement thing on the back, which is purple and white stripes. 
with a kind of red stripey thing going around it. And so many people are like, it looks Buzz like, it looks like Buzz Lightyear. That's, I saw that. That was so good. <laughs> it looks exactly, it's the Buzz Lightyear color scheme. It's just incredible. And I don't know how it's never occurred to me that the G1 constructor cons have got an element of Buzz Lightyear to them. But uh, oh it's really apparent on this. Maz, we, we can both agree that when Sixo says he doesn't think he can do this one, He's going to get this, isn't he, at some point? It's in the post. Yeah, it's in the post. It's, it's not in the post. By the I, time this airs, he's probably already posted pictures of it all over the time. I, I really don't think it's going to happen, honestly. Like, what would I do with it? Just like a massive green devastator, honestly. Like, Does it, it have the danglies? It has the danglies. But are they G1 danglies? <laughs> well, I don't think they've been recolored. The one that gets me, actually, is the long haul, which is green, and the original one is green. So it's like even... It's like they've re- name to yeah. follow on that discussion, wasn't it? What's that? Talking about danglies and uh, talking about long haul. Yeah, the old long haul. <laughs> Very good. So, yeah, I don't know. It looks fun, but... I don't think I could do it. If they did a Tonkinator version, then I'd maybe be very tempted, but... So that's a confirmed 6 purchase for everyone listening. Yeah. No, Beyond. definitely not, man. He'll definitely let you know not. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I, I, I haven't got room. I don't need another massive combiner bot at this point, honestly. We can actually confirm, since this is a post-TFN episode, that he did actually buy it, and we did yeah. see it in person <laughs> at this house. And I didn't break it. It's not even released yet. Yeah, that'll be a thing. If, if you... If I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt now and say, yeah, you didn't break anything, but uh, if it happens, man, oof, this could yeah, be the last look, episode. If I'm, yeah, if I'm touching anything at your collection, I just need to come with a blank checkbook. Yeah, <laughs> right, like, exactly. Six is just going to go around putting everything on the really high shelves before we get there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. You can just look at it all through the glass. But anyway, that is our sponsor segment. So that's it for the evening. So it is tfsource.com. Do check them out for all your Transformers and third-party needs. We love them. Go give them a look. Diaclone. We now return to the Transformers. Right, so we're back into it. Uh, back into the old uh, post-con discussion. And we've done uh, rarest. We've done first. We've done last. I guess now it's best. So what's what's been your best ever con purchase, lads? I'm not going first. <laughs> oh, is that because you're afraid to overshadow us all? No, far from it. I, I haven't decided. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still need a bit of thinking time. Liam, uh, you got this one? Yeah, mine's quite easy. It's, it's going to uh, be that bloody titanium. It's <laughs> 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 only three quid. <laughs> I've become that <laughs> predictable. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you find uh, yeah. out Liam is sponsored by them. I mean, despite his limited transformation, I mean, it's still... <laughs> no. no, it's... Oh, man. I've, I don't buy that much, but the stuff I've got is all pretty great. So there's been some amazing stuff in there. Like I picked up... To go back to your uh, Retgar story, at the same time you did that from the same guy, I bought... Uh, you remember the book box uh, reissues? Yeah. I bought, I bought the smoke screen off that guy for 30 quid. Oh, whilst I year. remember. Yeah, haggling, yeah. haggling with him. So... Um, that was pretty wonderful to get that again. But I think it was the... My, fa- my favourite thing I bought was the... Oh, I can't remember who made it. It was called Huge Dragon. It was like a Diaclone-styled uh, Omega Supreme. It was like a little thing. I don't know if you remember that at all. Oh, yeah. Not master-made. Not, not the no, ones that no, were like that. super deformed. I think it was Mech Fans Toys. Maybe it's them guys. But it came with some knockoff Diaclone parts. And yeah, it's, Mech Fans Toys then, almost certainly. Yeah. And you pull the arms off it and you can plug Diaclone parts in. It's got little, uh, it's basically like a MicroMaster sized Omega Supreme. 
and it just stands on my desk and it's fantastic. It's so much fun. It does look really cool. Yeah. I was so happy because people, I'd seen it. The first thing I'd seen when I got to the bar on the Friday was someone had it on the table who I was talking to. And, I was like, and it, that's what made me buy it. I think it was Dom, actually, of all people. And um, yeah, and I knew I had to buy it straight away. And it's just, a, you know, having a make, an Omega Supreme at that compact size where mm. you can just constantly pick it up and walk about it. It's so poseable. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm sat here in front of Fans Toys Terminus Giganticus. So <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I do know what that is like. Yeah. I remember, I remember someone at the same convention got the, uh, is it Wei Jang or someone like that did a third party one, like a really cheap one, but that was also massive. And I know we were talking about... DX9 Gabriel, wasn't it? There was that one, but there was a third one that was much cheaper. And I think it was Wei Jang. There was and one, wasn't it? It was Wei Jang. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came there the was little one. Dr. Geezer. Yeah, robot. yeah but, that, um, that does ring a bell. But someone had it. You know, we were talking in the last episode about uh, in the bar, I think, you were saying about someone had Trypticon. Mm. I remember one of the guys off um, TFW, that the, the, that group, they had that, and he was just like stunned by how big it was as he was trying to put it up. And, there, and I was just there with a the little huge track and the little tiny version. Uh, it just fits in my pocket, you know. <laughs> I think you made a very sensible purchase, mate, honestly. <laughs> yeah. You Easy can hold it and your bottle of rum. There we go. T- two things. But yeah, there was that. But also the other thing I would say was, um, for a different reason, was MMC's Thunderclash, which I think was called Colossus. Yeah. And it's because it sold out straight away. And um, and I asked Andy at some point during the thing, I texted him and just said, oh, have you got any more of those? And I got a message back from him saying, someone's just returned one, come around and see me. And Is so Andy from Capel? Yeah, Andy from Capel. Nice. So, I went over and he gave me a flapjack, which was also lovely. So, <laughs> of course, you remember that. <laughs> yeah, the flapjack was really nice. So we chatted about flapjacks, but he gave he pulled it out and he was like, "Look, uh, someone's returned it as a fault." And then when he showed me the fault, it's in the chest. The pin was slightly inserted wrong, but it affected nothing at all. It doesn't transform it. You couldn't see it. There was nothing to do with it. And he was like, "Seeking out for forty quid," and so it was a bargain. And yeah, that was an amazing purchase. Also because it came with a flapjack. I'm amazed that you didn't say the, I think, complimentary bag of Unicron Trilogy stuff that you got given. <laughs> oh, I still have the Jetfire. There you go. Yeah, that's a, oh man. you know Quality what? acquisition. There. Yeah, that guy, that's an amazing toy. I don't know about best for me. I, I mean, I guess G2 Breakdown, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's like <laughs> pretty great. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, okay, so putting that aside... I'm not going to mention the Retgar again because I feel like I've dined out on that story far too much already. So I can't, I can't do that one. Those, are, I mean, legitimately, one of those two is is definitely probably up there. The Beast Box and Squawk Talk again. That was a really nice one because it was actually, uh, I think I said on a previous episode that that was from a guy who was there. I can't remember if I did mention this, but he was selling what I believe was his childhood Transformers. Um, but he he obviously got so many. Yeah, of them. I remember that dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a really lovely guy. He he'd um, just come to the con. Basically, he's got got a, a table. Um, I can't imagine it's the cheapest way to make a sale like that. But no, <laughs> you know, to get a dealer room table and everything because you've got to pay a fee and everything, didn't you? So, but he, he that's what he did, and he was selling all this stuff. He had some incredible stuff, all super top quality. I mean, for childhood transformers. I cannot have been played with because these the the pair that I got the Beast Box and Squawk Talk are just mint. But I think actually the best, and I I feel happy saying that this has been the best purchase I made was the year prior. So it was 2018, and it was a Paul Hitchens purchase again. Uh, was the four technically G1 um, Stormtroopers? 
Mm. Uh, which, of course, if if people don't know what they are or whatever, they were released sort of in the the sort of very latter days of G one in in Europe and other territories. And the, they're four new molds, and they're they're color changing uh, toys basically. So you get them wet, and they change color. I wouldn't say super rare or anything, but they really don't pop up very commonly at all. I would say they're on the cusp of being rare, but especially in decent condition because whenever you do see them online, they are just beaten up you know or they you know through use of the accessory uh, sorry the through use of the gimmick i should say the the water changing feature all the stickers and everything look awful um and these are these were seen what a great idea a toy with stickers that has a water changing feature it's incredible isn't it that's incredible almost uh, like they made them for children yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were they thinking and uh I know, and not for adult collectors some <laughs> 30, 40 years later. I mean, really incredible, very late-day G1 toys. Just transform so bizarrely. I mean, four cars, but just don't transform like anything else in the rest of the line. Uh, kind of, for me, really fit very nicely in that era of like Turbo Masters and all of that kind of stuff. And I just love them. So for me, that just for the condition they're in and everything, absolutely incredible purchase. Good show. Amazing. Maz, you thought about it? Yeah, I have been thinking about it. Um, Typically haven't been able to come down to one answer. I knew it. I will say that the stuff that I got from US shows was probably more impressive. And maybe that's because that was back in 2006 and 2007 when stuff like this was still borderline affordable when you went to a toy show. Whereas now some of that stuff would be in the thousands and I just simply wouldn't even look at it. I wouldn't even consider it. It would just be, I'll take a photo of that. Nice to see it. Quietly insult the person who buys it. But now, which is normally six. Now it's more a case of, yeah. You don't don't even wait for me to buy something to insult me. You just, (laughs) what are you on about? Preemptive strike. (laughs) Honestly. I think my favorite toy that I've I've bought was the Orange Canopy Ramjet. Because right. it was such a special toy, and I love Ramjet, and that was such a beautiful item to have, and I treasured it deeply, and I and I would still have it today if I didn't give it away to someone who I really felt deserved it, and who had done me endless favors and given me endless free high end stuff just out of the kindness of his heart. Uh, that is one I can't forget. Every TF Nation I've been to the last three years, I've come home with a piece of Nick Roach Diaclone artwork, and I don't think anything makes me happier. And the end of the con on a Sunday, going over to the queue that is longer than you know physics should allow, and I can go home with another Nick Roach commission. I've got another commissioned for this year, and I can't wait to see it in person. And it's going to be in under two weeks, and that's going up on the wall with the other three. Nice. Those purchases are because he always surprises you. You don't know what you're getting. How has he interpreted mm. this? And you look at it, and you think it's even better than I imagined. I don't think anyone's ever drawn a head sculpt nicer than what he did with Dire Battles, which already is the most yeah. handsome robot ever. And, and he did an astounding job. And I love that thing deeply. That is absolutely stunning piece of artwork. I, yeah. I remember when you showed me, I was like, oh my God, that's incredible. And then he did a big powered and then he did old fishbowl head, Battle Buffalo, which is basically a sphere with two antenna. And he's made it look incredible. And that's the talent of the man. And uh, so that's definitely ranks amongst my favorites. But I think it's that Ramjet, honestly. That was the most special thing I, I bought at a con. Fair enough. Fair mm. enough. Another great choice. Mm. Liam, do, do you think he really wants us to know that he got that Ramjet? <laughs> Subtle hints, yeah. yeah. I'm going to include a link when we post 
on Twitter to the articles I wrote about. It. <laughs> that's what this whole bloody episode is about, isn't it? Just about you getting some engagement. Plug, man. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's all been working out, playing the long game. I'll try anything, mate. Bloody hell. And, and mm. trying to get a ramjet again. Are you trying to get that guy? I do own Orange Canopy Ramjet now, a production version, but it's just not the same thing. It's not the one from Hasbro's archives. It's just not the same thing. But we'll talk about the one tonight, honestly. Mm. We're all Backstreet Boys fans. (laughs) Must be that. Backstreet's back, baby. (laughs) That's something I wouldn't mind finding at a show. I was just going to say. I remember Backstreet Unworn Backstreet would be great. I remember Sid at last year. I was just going to say that. Yeah. He found the best Backstreet from Andy from Kapow. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that very distinctly, him showing it off in the bar. And everybody was just like, whoa, that is something. Right. Okay, cool. So we've done best. We're into next. That's mm. it. So what's coming up next? So this is where you got to you got to lay your odds now. What you're going to get at TFN 22? God, there are so many things I'm looking at. Like I'd I'd quite like to uh, revisit the Turbo Masters, particularly Flash, because I'd love that toy as a kid. That's nice. high on my list of things. Uh, a G1 Red Alert, something like that. You know, maybe if I can find one of the the Red Omnibot guy. You know, that'd be a dream. Yeah, that one. That'd be a dream purchase. Should do, I think. You would. Yeah, yeah, that sounds likely to me. Yeah, blasters, cassettes, because I've never owned most of those. Mm, So that'd be a nice touch. Obviously, the aerial box. I'm always always keep an eye out for Superior, but I've never found the right one. But there is one like purchase that uh, I'm really hoping I can find, and it's a a bit of a special titanium Megatron. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't buy one at the show, oh. and there is one, I will be sorely disappointed. <laughs> yeah. we'll buy it for you. People will walk up to you and hand it to you. Yeah. I'm telling you, you'll go home with about four. <laughs> yeah. Dragging them along behind me. And letting them like, like I'm Dick Whittington and I've just left home with a load of Megatrons. It's, it's a shame that this is being released after the con because <laughs> oh, we yeah. should have put it out beforehand and then literally everybody be buying in the bloody thing. Oh my God. But uh, no, the one toy, it's, um, it's one of the last, like, G1 toys I've never owned that I really want, and it's Mirage. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. But I'd I'd like to find a really nice version because I've already got. I'm getting a. I'm getting Hound already, but it's the Mirage I would like. But I'm quite particular about wanting it in a not yellowed. I think that's always that's the thing that always drives me crazy is when I see them. And no, and obviously no reissue or anything. So Ah. yeah, tricky uh, one. But it's whenever I look at them on eBay and stuff, and it's ho- always really hard to tell, you know, from the pictures whether something's yellowed. Yeah, and some yeah. of them are tatty with bits. Thingy. Yes, but I'd, especially I'd like... it's the clear sticker on the on the spoiler at the front. It's just yeah. always peeled, and mm. the spoilers are often broken. You know, yeah. the tires and split stuff like at that. the waist. Yeah, so I'm hoping to, to find one of those. That would be my, my extravagant purchase. I think if I saw one, I'd probably go. Ah. That is a toy that does not disappoint. Yeah. It's kind of it's it's been there for so long, been on the list of things I really want to get, but it's it's about getting it in a certain mm. you know condition, enjoying yeah. it as it should be. I, I completely get that. I think I posted just the other day about having finally tracked down a G one brainstorm after years, mm. literal yeah. years. I mean, I I think I said to someone it had been about three years, but I I then thought about it afterwards. I was like, it must be more because I remember thinking at the last TFN maybe I'll see one. You know, and I, and I didn't. So it must be, I'm guessing, maybe four or five? Like, is that possible that it's taken me that long? And I feel... Very much kind of, one yeah, of that era. I feel yeah. kind of silly because it's not, again, it's not a rare toy. I mean, there are always, I don't know, 10 
12 options for brainstorms on eBay at any one point, and that's just on a, on a, a normal day. But as you said, it's not about just finding one. It's about finding the one. It's about finding the one in the right condition. And it just took me that long, honestly. And it's particularly as it was like my favorite of the four, I really just wanted to hold out for it. So what are you looking for this year? It's uh, a good question. Uh, there's not actually much G1. Liam and I are kind of in different places with it now because you're just getting back into to G1 really in a kind of funny way, aren't you? Yeah. There's a lot I'm still trying to pick up. There's mm. uh, a lot of big hitters in there as well. Whereas, to be honest, I'm kind of at the other end of it now. Like, I'm kind of coming to the point where... It's just Unicron left for you now, isn't it? <laughs> well, I'm never going to own a G1 Unicron. But there's not there's not a lot to kind of go. I mean, all of the kind of obvious stuff, I think I have. It sounds bizarre to say. Like, I can't really believe it. But it's it's kind of where I'm at. So a lot of it is is the rarer stuff. I mean, I would love a... I still need a Metal Hawk, but not really banking on that being a, you know, a purchase at TFN. Um, so honestly, I don't know. I do want a couple of mini spies. Um, so there are mm. three mini spies that I need. I'm not going full mass yes. and, uh, <laughs> and getting still not done. Right? Still not done. Is, is it not the case that you can't get any of those six? Because Maz owns all of them. I think actually all of them, bar maybe one. I think in my collection are all from Maz. They're all Maz castoffs. Maz in great condition. <laughs> yeah, all, all immaculate. Honestly, like yeah. you wouldn't. Know that there was it. Apparently, Maz thinks that they're not up to you know snuff. He, he is but, a mini spy uh, cartel. That's what he is. He it's incredible. Them. Yeah. Well, as we said, I think it was in the first episode. There are more mini spies in Iceland now than anywhere <laughs> in the rest of the world. It's mini spy v spy here. Yeah, indeed. So yeah, all of I think pretty much all of the mini spies <laughs> I've got came from Maz. They're all Maz's cast coin. Off. Just dropped, did it, Liam? Yeah. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Coin drop? No. Okay. Oh, <laughs> These are the best jokes as well. <laughs> but yeah, so I've got I've got one yellow guy to get and two blue guys. Um so yeah, gotta to, gotta to pick those up. So that might be a thing. Any micromaster related stuff? Like any of the transports or nope. bases, done. stations? All micromasters bases bases and stations all done. All micromasters done. That's done. Pretenders are done, apart from old Metal Hawk. Headmasters and target masters done. Don't you need another set of pretenders where you can put the hats on and it's okay and you just leave them on for the sake of photographs? I mean, no. You just get the shells. You just the get pretender the pretender hat stands. That's the, the only uh, shell, if I saw it and it was mint, the only shell I would get would be um, Wave Rider because I, yeah. uh, I have the Japanese version. So hmm. it might be fun to have the, the Hasbro version with the brown hair because they have different colored hair. I know it's mad, isn't it? But that might be that might. If I you saw have to tell it, tell me, mate. That's I know. Preaching to the choir, <laughs> exactly. If, if I saw it and it was there and it was dirt cheap and in mint condition, yeah, I probably would get it. Do you know what I mean? But um, otherwise, I really don't know. Honestly, I'm just like, let's see what happens. So yeah, mini spies. I'll be on the. But that's for. why following you around the show is so interesting to see what you buy because you don't go in with a plan and then it's like, huh. Yeah, for example, when you bought those Argentinian minibots, yeah. I just thought I would never have pegged you for buying that stuff. And it's just that was a show purchase, something that took your interest at the time. It's always fascinating to see what you'll what you'll end up with. It, it, yeah, if I saw another Argentinian minibot or you know something like that, yeah, that might be tempting, like a proper variant thing. That would be that would be tempting for sure. It feels like it's unlikely. Do you know what I mean? So or going to be too expensive. So I guess we'll see. Maybe some Beast Wars stuff. You know. Hmm. 
Maybe. What are you missing from Beast Wars? What are you oh, like loads, loads. Uh, absolutely tons from Beast Wars, honestly. Like a lot of um, the earlier stuff, especially. Like I'm fairly well covered in terms of transmetals. But Fusils have no... I've got Quick Strike and Silver Bolt in terms of Fusils. That's it. So that would be fun. That would mm. be fun. The one I'd really love, actually, is the some of the, the Japanese repaints of the Fusils. There are only three of them. And there's a Torka repaint in blue. I would love to see that one day, but it's like super rare. I saw there was one on a Japanese site the other day, and it was something like four or 500 quid or something. So I was just like, absolutely no way. Forget it. So that may never happen, but it might just be one of those random things that you stumble across. You never know. Like a G2 breakdown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You made me realize the MicroMaster bases, the two are missing, uh, Grease Pit and Ironworks are the two, two of the top things I would like to get as well. That's very likely, I would say. Would you pick them up loose? What do you want them boxed? Uh, loose would be fine. I'm quite happy with that. But I'd also like to get, you know, some of the transports, the, the sort of train things yeah. that are oh, really yeah. hard to get, but some of those. Well, did you see the few TFN uh, Toy Fu video? They've got the lot. Mm. They have think- a complete run of MicroMasters that they are bringing to the show. Everything. All the transports, yeah. all the bases. Get the in their soapbox. Uh, get to Toy Fu. They have prices on them? or Not they- yet, but they are always um, okay. reasonably priced. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, pro- I'm probably running straight in there then. We'll be tackling people out the way, leaping over. Like Toy that OG Simpson advert they always show. Toy for are amazing, aren't they? Because they, they do get some legit amazing stuff and they never yeah. over they never overprice it. They're always very generous about it. Really good people, man. Yeah. So do really, it. really good. Makes sense and, on every level. Yeah. Uh, and you're supporting a good cause, aren't you, with Mary's Meals? So Absolutely. It's uh, this is your li- this is your year, soapbox. This is it. This do is it, what man. I'm doing. It's and for also, charity. Yeah. yeah. Well no, if they've got them, I'll I'll yeah, I'll go for them. But um, and also just as a small thing, I'd quite like to get something interesting, you know, like mm. just something odd, you know, like we're talking oh, about. Oh, you mean like compared there. to all the boring shit you've just mentioned? <laughs> no, but you know, like we're talking <laughs> about the rare, micromasters. The, you know, like the rarest show purchase there, and like we're talking about your yeah. Mexican dog-eared whatever, and you know, <laughs> Italian right. Jeff right. Patron, right. whatever, all that stuff. But like, I was like, you know, it'd be nice to just get something small, just something interesting that's really unique. I think as well. Titanium Megatron. Turn down the sass, Titanium Megatron. <laughs> I, I am picking up a black shuffler, if that's of any interest. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, the KO. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, John, John's giving it to me. That uh, is cool. That yeah. is very cool. i got to tell you, I was genuinely on the cusp of sending a message saying, go on, then I'll take it. And then you and you got in there, and I was like, fair yeah. play. Do you know what I mean? Good on him. I was pleased that you did. You called him when you talked to me about it. <laughs> it did not do anything of the sort. Uh, but no, I thought... Uh, yeah. This is the end of Triple Takeover now. Yeah, indeed. Well, in the deep room. we'll be if Maz has broken any of my toys by now. <laughs> <laughs> what masterpiece you got in this week, Six? Oh, no. The masterpiece is the least of your worries, mate, honestly. <laughs> vintage stuff you want to keep away from. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought the Black Shuffler was really cool. I love little KOs like that. I've got um, a, that little KO red beachcomber, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love it, honestly. Really nice. For my part, I think um, I'd be really happy to pick up MP53 skids because, you know, Ooh. got reboost and crosscut and I'm so in love with those that even though I'm not a massive fan of the skids head sculpt on that toy or the color, it's just I would love another version of that toy. I happily would buy skids. And they kind of managed to vanish a little bit from the online stores. So um, I'm glad this is now going out after TFN. So I've just <laughs> got a really good chance of picking it up. Uh, is 
uh, Tonkinator going to be at TF Nation, or is that going to be released afterwards? I think it's released afterwards. I don't think it's okay, out yet. So, so that's not going to be one. Uh, another thing I'd quite like to get is maybe, if I see it, uh, the Superlink Shock Fleet. Ah, uh, yeah. Know, if I see a Sprung in person, like a, a nice boxed or sealed Superlink Sprung, I'd really love to go home with a Superlink toy. It was such a left field thing for me to experience, but I'll save that for the miniseries. So something like that. G1, I still look for G1 stuff. You know, I might come across, you mentioned the cassettes. Like if I see a really nice Slugfest or a really nice mm. Overkill, something like Beastbox, just something I don't have and, and have never really owned would be like, spot on. I'll tell you that. I don't own a hound. <laughs> so, you know, might find a nice hound. Any jet variant, I, I would happily hoover up. But yes, yeah, something along those lines is what I'm looking for. And if anyone has like Diaclone reboot stuff, just boxed that they're bringing, whether they're selling their own collection or, you know, Kapow find something in their storeroom and, and bring it out. They recently had a, a run of big power destroyers, which was amazing. And I missed. So anything like that, I would, I would be looking for definitely. So Some I would stuff. love to go home with skids. I'll be disappointed. For yeah. yeah, yeah. They'll definitely be, I would be shocked if nobody has a masterpiece skids yeah. for yeah. sale. I think you'll really enjoy it. Honestly, the head sculpt, I get it. Actually, bizarrely, I think I fell more in love with it when taking pictures of it. I bet um, that happens. I'm so, yeah. I so believe that. I, I think the head for me, I was but the same as you, particularly because I got it the same day as Reboost. I was kind of like looking at the two of them together, and I must admit, I did put kind of skids down in favor of Reboost. And then it was only really when I got to grips with skids that sounds Who wrong. Who has it? Yeah. Who has it? <laughs> that sounds so wrong. Uh, but when I got to grips with it and got it in front of the camera, then I was like, actually, yeah, this is mega. And I kind of like the head sculpt now, actually. I'm into it. Interesting to think that that's the only new toy that we've mentioned in this of what we're looking for. You know, mm. the only currently available thing. And I, I wonder, like, because normally in the past I've gone looking for generation stuff, but like this time, I think the pre-order culture that we exist in mm. now where you, you kind of feel like you need to get it at the start, otherwise it's going to be difficult to find. It's kind of killed that off. I think very much so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Matt's mentioned it at the, at the start, I think, but you know, my three halls looking at the different pictures, for me, it was so notable that it started. The first one had a couple of masterpiece bits, some third party stuff, and, and like the first kind of few smatterings of G1, um, like a few MicroMasters or whatever. And the third one is all G1. I don't plan on getting anything new or current this time, probably all vintage. Uh, I did just think of something else, though, that I will put down. Uh, which is maybe a couple of animated bits, possibly. Yeah. Oh, oh. yes. A couple totally of bits of specifically. I would love to get a leader bulkhead and a leader Megatron. I think those, those are the two. Are so good. That's such Excellent good toys. toys yeah. So I missed on a Megatron. I was so stupid. This is classic me. There was one on eBay, uh, leader Megatron. Don't mind admitting it. The other day, and it sold for sealed for fifty pounds. And oh, dude, that's weird. that's we're talking retail price there. Dude. I know, it's forty right? pounds in retail. Uh, well, that is a very good price for it. And it's an amazing uh, toy, that it's such a presence in your hand and the voice yeah. chip as well. It, <laughs> it, <laughs> voice chip <laughs> is one of the best. It, it, was the, the old it, it was the classic thing where I I saw it <laughs> saw it the day before and thought, yeah. oh yeah, I must remember that. The morning of saw it and was like, okay, that's coming up later. Must remember that. Do you know what I mean? And then I think I was doing something with my boy later in the day or, or whatever and just got to the evening. I think I clocked it again about 35 minutes after the auction had ended and was just like, dang, completely forgot it. But so there you go. So maybe if I see that, that, that would be yeah. cool. 
Good shout. Excellent. I'm, I'm looking for Energy on Inferno. That was the other thing. Oh, know, yeah. Like, Good one. Mm, nice. Reckon I might find a Superlink Inferno Vault there. I would really like oh. to experience that tool. Oh, the grapple one. Yeah. yeah. I'd be super happy to go home with that. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I've never looked for Unicron Trilogy stuff at TFN, so I don't really know, but... I think yeah, there is there is bound to be a lot there. Oh, Binaltech Blue Prowl. If I see one of those, could happen. I'll keep my eyes peeled for you. Mad, isn't it? Just think when we do that mini sode, we're going to be sitting there going, "Yep, didn't get any anything that I wanted." <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bag of magic beans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you reckon there's any chance anyone's going to be selling a TFC ST Commander in the Optimus colours? No chance, is there? Minimal, minimal chance. Third party. You don't get other than new stuff. You yeah, don't see like it, do you? you don't see ID toys. Yeah, yeah, it's all new third party stuff. But you don't see old third party toys yeah. kicking around, really. Oh. There was one stall at the last uh, event that had a few old bits, but they were they had like a uh, MMC Predaking. Why have I forgot his name? Ferrorex and mm-hmm. uh, the was, Rodimus. Pred- yeah, but it, it just looked really odd and sort of out of place. I thought, you know, seeing those toys yeah. in, the, in this context of now, where we've gone past those toys and stuff, and it just looked really odd. But then now, thinking about those toys, it's like, oh, great toys! That was you you, do, like, you do see, I guess actually you do see yeah. some bits. I remember Ben's Collectibles was doing was was doing a bit of a sale, wasn't he? He had a stall yeah. and was selling the ginormous some Optimus Prime, the yeah KOMP ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah, that absolutely gigantic oh. thing, so um, the Lewin one. Yeah, yeah. I found my picture the other day of posing with its gun. That thing was... Oh, I saw that photo. Yeah. Enormous. So was the gun. <laughs> I remember it was, it was in one of the displays, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I've got um, a surprise question for you. Okay. Shoot. Add to the questions we have had already. All the ones we've talked about. What about your biggest miss at a comp? <sighs> the one purchase you regret not making to this day? You've got something in mind, haven't you? Yeah. I could think of something from the most recent one, but I'm sure there's more if I just think a bit more. For me, I think uh, the one that comes to mind is the AM radio Ultra Magnus head uh, Paul yeah, Hitchens had for 80 quid. I saw the picture of it today. I, just, I wish I'd gone home with it. It's just basically a massive, chunky G1 Ultra Magnus head. Great sculpt, great sculpt. And it's just an AM radio. I was like, I can't believe I said no to it. That would be... Um, top of the list of things I, I wish I'd bought. I'm not talking about stuff from 2006, which was brilliantly priced and has since No, that, that's different. That's different. That's just everything, really. Yeah, <laughs> everything yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Transforce 2001, just everything at that show I could have gone home with and I regret not doing so. But that was a recent show and I, and I wish I'd bought that. I remember feeling massive regret at not buying Galaxy Meteor in 2017 or 18. Sure, I got it later, but I think had I gone home with that at the show, it would have been a wonderful feeling and memory. Yeah. I can't really think of anything, you know, genuinely. Like, I, I really can't. Um, I don't tend to hang on to kind of regrets anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's not it's something about my brain just kind of expels them a little bit. But You're also the confident buyer, one of the three of us, though, aren't you? Like, if you see something, you go and get it, whereas me and Maz, like, fret over it for, like, three days. <laughs> oh, yeah. and go yeah. through every, should I, should I, Maybe. where's your like? You're like, oh, found it. I'm going for it. I remember the one I did fret about a lot was that Battlefield headquarters. I think we mentioned that. Um, we mentioned that during the MicroMaster bases yeah, yeah. and stations, uh, mini and stations. Uh, but <laughs> stations. <laughs> and stations. 
But uh, we, we talked a bit about that then. Yeah, there was a battlefield headquarters, which I did um and ah a lot about, and I came very close to buying a TFN TFN one year, and I didn't. And I remember going home thinking, should I have? You know, because I may not see this again. But then it wasn't that long after that you clock one Maz online, and I bought that one, and it's way better and cheaper. So haven't seen a nicer one since. Yeah, so yeah. that worked out. So I think sometimes these things happen for a reason i guess i don't know yeah yeah for me i mentioned in the last episode but there was that superior that was 40 pounds uh, that i had in my hands uh, and then put down because someone called me over for a second and turned around and someone else had bought it ah but yeah there have been a few things like that, you know just little things you've seen and just as you get like the, the silliest one was at toy Fu, not the last year and the one before they had an arch force Med- megatron mm-hmm. and oh, nice. i must have seen it dozens of times going around and then i didn't buy it and it bugged me for ages, and I thought, man, if they have it next year, not that they would ever have it next year, but yeah. just if they did, I'd pick it up straight away. Guess what? They had it the following year. Guess what? Didn't buy it again. <laughs> exactly the same thing. I'm picking that up before the end of the show. And then eventually, when I finally got around to it, someone else had already bought it. I don't know why I didn't just pick it up on any of the many occasions I could Did, did you think to yourself, well, this is nice, but it's no titanium mega Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it, what it was just, i think it's you know because there's always such a big queue there sometimes you'd go past you go i'll come back in a little yeah bit. sure and then uh please yeah, tell so. me you have a photo of this titanium megatron that we could use on the episode art for this one. Oh, i'll have to look it up i don't know if i don't think i've ever taken photos of it but, uh, <laughs> i yeah. have to get one now and take some pictures yeah, of it. <laughs> between now and... <laughs> you got three quid spare if, if you listen to this post TFN, well, that's why it's, in the, it's yeah. on the art. If it's on the art, if it's not now, people are going to get to this point and be like disappointed, honestly. I'm just glad it doesn't mean they're going to hear this afterwards. So it's not going to be loads of people chucking them at me and stuff. But it would hurt. Wouldn't it? Made it hell, so yeah. <laughs> we can, we can, yeah, we can put a tweet out. We can tweet about it. What Liam really wants. Yeah. What he really, really wants. If you see this man throw a titanium Megatron at him. <laughs> Right, well, that's going to do it for the post-con chat. And, uh, of course, you know, we'll we'll have to see, won't we? When we actually get there, if our halls shape up as we're hoping they might. We will be doing that mini-sode, as we said. So look out for that very soon on Patreon, Sixos Butler level uh, mini-sode that we're going to be doing. Uh, but we've got more, haven't we, going on with Patreon, Mass? Yeah, man. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash triple takeover. Sign up now because we've got the best range of tiers that we've ever had, including the new Gold Box Classics tier where you can get access to content on Patreon weekly. So that's not just the mini-sodes where the schedule hasn't mm-hmm. really changed. That's still going at the same volume as before. But also we have a fortnightly mini-series as well. And these are going to be themed episodes of multiple parts that we're going to vary the themes uh, every time. Uh, whether it's Unicron Trilogy or More Than Meets the Eye from IDW or G1. Uh, just anything that we think will make a good series. So sign up to that now. That's great value. And obviously our other tiers have now had added benefits and, and sometimes in some cases they're cheaper than they were before. So, you know, you can get exclusive minisodes, you can get shout out on the show, early episode access, vote in polls uh, for what minisodes or episodes even we do next. And uh, you can have questions answered on the show. And we are going to answer a question now, which has been submitted by Lazabik. It's the second question we've had from Lazabik. And this is kind of related to what we've been talking today. He asks, what are some of your favorite non-toy G1 Transformers memorabilia? Just for example, one of my most Mm. nostalgic and beloved non-toy Transformers items is the Great Car Rally audiobook with cassette. 
published by Marvel in 84-85 with artwork by Earl Norum. What about you guys? I know what Liam's answer is going to be. The sound wave. What, Titanium Megatron? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going uh, away anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say the sound wave. Yeah. The tape cassette player sound wave. But I mean, I've spoken about that a lot. So the other thing I would choose would be the uh, Transformers movie G1 poster maker. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah, that's good. good that, that was on my wall for many years as a kid. With the UK artwork. Yeah. I guess if it's something vintage uh, you know, I was going to relate it to Transformers the movie as well. I just remember having the poster up on my bedroom mm-hmm. as a kid. And that was just... Uh, I know it sounds silly because it's a poster, but in terms of actual entertainment value... I probably spent more hours as a kid staring at that poster than I did playing with some of the toys. It's an imagination sparker, isn't it? It sets yes. it off. Yeah. Like you're just constantly looking at it. And would that have been from the same poster magazine, I'd assume, probably at that point? Pro- wouldn't it? Quite yeah. probably, yeah, actually. Probably, yeah, to be honest. It, I guess it was. Uh, I remember just having it for years, years on the bedroom wall, and I loved it. I just, even today, I can remember all the little details, oh. just all the facial expressions, Optimus's back. Um, the little car that's going around that no one ever knows who it is. Yeah. Uh, just all of it. Just absolutely incredible. Astro trains no wings. Yeah. Like yeah. There's such a lack of um, G1 memorabilia at toy shows to buy. Yeah, it, it would be nice if there was more of that stuff. Oh, the torch. Yeah, there was the, uh, yeah, mm. the torch. Yeah, Power yeah, yeah. Master Prime thing. Yeah. 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 Advertised with Power Master Prime. Still have that. Still there was the the, um, <laughs> the bag, wasn't there, that, that Graham had? Yeah, with the G2 style Overlord colors yeah. on it. Yeah, kind of neon, yeah. neon colours and that. That was really cool. I have a G1 Ramjet bum bag, which is fantastic. I might just wear it this year, actually. It's so, it, so good. It's G1 Ramjet in jet mode with his orange canopy, and it's just a, it's got the grid background. It the, the card for it says it's got like a secret compartment to hide your G1 toys in. I mean, what better thing to go around putting your toy purchases in? Unless you bought an Overlord. You could get a headlamp as well and wear the two together. <laughs> yeah. Stick a little G2 Decepticon yeah. logo on it. <laughs> I really like those lenticular wallets as well. I've got the Sunstreaker one that yeah. turns into a yellow sideswipe Lambo. But I think, yeah, that might just be my favourite thing. Big shout out to the uh, Blue Streak transforming puzzle. I know it transformed, but it's a jigsaw. Oh, man. But the Blue it, blue Streak. I have one of those. Sixo gave me one. Really? I did. I had one as a kid. I love that. I used to play with it with my toys because it was Blue Blue Street. And it came with a poster. Have you, have you ever built it, Maz? Sure. Anyway, moving on. We now have the... <laughs> you, um... you bugger, honestly. Get it out. Get around to have it. a go with Look, it. Look, I've had a PS5 in its box since November and I haven't even opened it yet. So what wrong you know you? what I'm like. Oh, mate. It's a Blue Blue Street yeah. jigsaw puzzle that transforms. How are you not all over that? At the risk of sounding like a right knob because I have a Blue Blue Street. <laughs> You're right, it does make you sound like a <laughs> It won't be the first or the last thing that achieves that. Fair enough. Also, as a six host butler and as a gold box classic, you get a shout out on the show. Now, this episode is obviously being recorded pre-TF Nation 2022, so we haven't launched the tier in the timeline of us recording, so we won't be calling out any of our gold box classics in this episode yet exclusively. Assuming we've got some? We will. I mean, you know, we did a little whip round, see who was interested, and we had a lot of commitments. Yeah, that that's true. Us go forward. But if you build it, they will come. Right. If you record uh, it, they will. <laughs> <laughs> they will listen, yeah. yeah. 
So here is our rundown of thanks to our six O's butlers. So big thank you to Nick, Danny Roberts, Andy, Preston, Chris, Spiderfather, Adam Shoemaker, Matt, Stephen Perkins, Bad Saturday, Justin Massaro, Dave Dalrymple, Geo Kaiser, Yusuf, John Paul, Troyes of Anthony Cars, Alec Mir, Capnare, Phil G, Jack Pelletier, Rotorstorm, Stuart Webb, Amar, Laserbeak, Puma the Hunter, Vegemite Mike, Peter Hamson, Shenry, Chris Norris, Jesse Moreno, Jackson Arwood, Yip, MK Tronic, Nexus, Jim Owen, Aaron Swoboda, TF Starfire, Billy Gator, Andy Gold, Jack Hoberg, Simon Elvin, Josh Alls, David Nabby, Misha Kidd, Michael Cagle, Cracktastic Plastic, Danvastator, Jeffrey Freak, Nice Sideburns, Andy, Chuck Pierce, Inbound Lee, John Wood, Kyla Wilmoth, Tim Banerjee, Campbell, Harold the Barrel, Ben Lewis, Shinsei, Lucas Henkel, and we've got some new ones, Mollus Koenig, Malcolm Hobbs, and of course, the Mapes Brothers, who you might recognise. I certainly hope you recognise them. <laughs> Probably all seen them this weekend. Thanks for putting on a good show, lads. What a list. What a list. What a list. Uh, also, I'd just like to say a quick extra shout out to Vegemite Mike for a wonderful name that makes me laugh every single time it's read out. <laughs> do you feel like he's on, on your side, do you? The old uh, veggie veggie name. No, no, it's more just, you know, just reminds me of the song Land Down Under. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you think it comes from <laughs> From Men at Work? Dang, it beat me to yes, exactly. <laughs> but I know he's, he's from Australia, isn't he? Because he... I know because uh, Jason messaged Jason Murray, one of our friends, mm. messaged me the other day. And he was telling me he was in a car. Yeah, he was asking me if I needed some some things or other before he flies over. And he said he's just in the car with Vegemite Mike. And it made me laugh reading it on. <laughs> as well, <laughs> well uh, we should also say a thank you to our sponsor for the evening. That is tfsource.com. Do check them out for all your Transformers and third-party needs. And once again, we also have many goods for sale on our Redbubble store. But uh, one thing which you should absolutely check out because it's beautiful on our Redbubble store is this collage of podcast episode covers that are all done by our very own Sixo. Because I don't think these get enough time in the sun, do they, for the work he puts into them? No, like, and we love them. Oh, thanks, yeah, man. we like gush over them constantly. But once they're on social media, I don't think they quite get the love they deserve. But like, you can put one of these on the shower curtains, a vest. There's even a skirt here. You look quite fetching in one of them, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, you can find all of this. Uh, you still talking to me? <laughs> I hope you wear one when I come around to your house in a few weeks. Yeah, well, well, I'm game. But, yeah, definitely check out all of our products, but especially the the covers there because it's beautiful. Uh, you can find that rebel.com forward slash people forward slash triple takeover forward slash explore. Explore. If you want to let us know what you got at uh, TF Nation or TFCon or any of your conventions or just interact with us. Or in if general. you want to let us know what we got. Yeah. <laughs> Or if you want to ask 6-0 about Devil Saviour. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> you can find us at Triple Takeover, all one word, on Facebook and at Triple underscore Takeover on Instagram and Twitter. Maz, where can they find you? At TF Square One on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And I am at 6 tf on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Patreon. And I'm Toybox Soapbox. Anyway, there's an app. Or a hash brown. <laughs> <laughs> you got to leave yeah. that in. Brilliant. So that's going to do it for our post-convention chat as we leave you feeling tired and a little emotional, owning far too many toys for our own good, but still oddly up for doing it all over again very soon. Until next time. Liam, I'm just looking at the tweet, the quote tweet.
quick quote tweets, quote tweets, <laughs> someone has put best Transformers toy and rarest Transformers toy as bloody Titanium Megatron. No, no, they haven't. No, they haven't, because no gonna... insane person <laughs> would do that. Uh, <laughs> you got me there. You got me for a minute. You did. You got me. You're very believable. That's why I pulled, pulled yeah. in. Not a thinking, good gonna, I know he's going to say it, but I didn't know if you were going to be serious. <laughs> I totally believed you. I you there. wait till we get there, and you stop blaming. Go, wow, this is the greatest toy of all time. <laughs> Someone's got to buy one. I've seen a picture of it, mate. I'm going to go to every yeah. stand and say, have you got a titanium Megatron by any chance? Liam! Call him from a <laughs> Come on, mate. Liam. Come over here. And then, and then the dealer will be all like into it and Liam will be, because you know he's too polite, he'll end up in a conversation about yeah. it and then he'll end up buying the oh thing. Oh my God. It's exactly what's going to happen. quid this year. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to, yeah. It's, it took me long enough yeah. to get rid of it. I don't want it to come back. <laughs> have, you, have you met Liam? He's looking for a titanium... <laughs> Titanium Megatron. Yeah, tell him you're a Nottingham Forest supporter. Sale, Gary. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all my chat this time. 